Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Thursday edition of the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK, and Sean Carey. Steve will be checking in from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors Ford Lincoln Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Be with you live till 5. Sarah Benick will take care of our late day news roundup, and we'll have CBS Sports Radio for you tonight, getting you up to the second information on all the Sweet 16 games. So we got, what, four games tonight, four games tomorrow, and then the Elite Eight Saturday and Sunday to set the stage for March Madness and the Final Four. Of course, the other Final Four is the NIT. Penn State will take on Mississippi State in one half of the NIT semifinals from Madison Square Garden in New York. So Steve will be doing the show from NYC both Monday and Tuesday. And we'll have live coverage of Penn State, Mississippi State, starting at about 9 on Tuesday night here on WKOK, WKOK.com, and, of course, the WKOK app. Lots of ways to get in contact with us. Our email is stevejones at WKOK.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle at stevejonespsu. And we invite you to subscribe to our Steve Jones Show podcast, available on both the Apple Podcast app, iTunes, Google Play, and you can always check out our website. Three months of shows are always archived there at stevejonesshow.com for you to listen anytime, anywhere. So i got some sports headlines to share with you this afternoon. A football trade. The New York Giants have traded defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul in a 2018 fourth-round pick to Tampa Bay for a third- and fourth-round pick in 2018. Pierre-Paul, two-time Pro Bowl selection, 68 tackles, 8 sacks, and 2 forced fumbles for the team in Big Blue last year after signing a four-year, $62 million deal last offseason. And it was the first time since 2014 the 29-year-old defender had played all 16 games in a season, though he played through hand, shoulder, and knee injuries last season. Pierre Paul is going to join a revamped defensive line in Tampa Bay, which includes defensive end Vinnie Curry, who signed a three-year deal last week. And Gerald McCoy anchors the other tackle position. Now, as part of the trade that was announced earlier today, the Giants, who have the second overall selection in next month's NFL draft, they have acquired picks number 69 and 108 from Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay will get number 102 
from New York. And Dan Hurley has been named the men's basketball coach at Connecticut, former Rhode Island coach receiving a six-year deal. Be paid $2.75 million in the first season, officially introduced at a press conference tomorrow afternoon. Statement announcing his hiring, Hurley says he is honored and excited to become the new men's basketball coach. He also says this program, which is part of one of the top public universities in the country, has a championship history and wonderful support from a passionate fan base. Early 45, replacing Kevin Ollie, who the Huskies fired earlier this month after a fourth subpar season. Hurley informed his team of his decision earlier on Thursday morning. He inherited a fledgling Rhode Island program six seasons ago, took the Rams to the NCAA tournament in each of the first two years. He has weighed three other offers over the past couple of days from not only UConn, but also the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, as well as an increased long-term offer from Rhode Island. Yeah, the numbers that I had heard, well up and over $3 million a year that Pitt was going to offer uh, Hurley. Hurley's going to bring assistant Tom Moore, who was an assistant under Jim Calhoun at, U- at UConn with him, according to sources, but the rest of the staff will depend on whether his top assistant, David Cox, is elevated at Rhode Island. That's top story in college basketball this afternoon as we count down to March Madness tonight and the start of the Sweet 16. By the way, for the Phillies, Jake Arrieta, he got his first time on the pitching mound today as a member of the Fightins. He pitched two innings, gave up two earned runs, and we will have the last two preseason games for the Phillies this weekend here on WKOK Saturday. The Phillies will take on Detroit. And then on Sunday, it'll be the Phillies and Baltimore. Both games uh, will have 1 p.m. airtimes here on 1070 a.m. Major League Baseball season starts a week from today. Phillies at the Braves. week from today, huh? Yeah. So you're off next Thursday. At least from this show. Wow. At least from this show. So next Thursday, no show, huh? Yes. Wow. Well, maybe I've got a game that night, and I can just casually go over with That the is true. That is true. I did say at least Monday, Tuesday, you would be in Madison Square Garden. That's true. It could be threats. It could be longer. Yeah. Well, we'll see. That should be a good game. But I also think it's a, a lot of elements are a pretty good matchup for Penn State. So we'll see. I always love when uh, this discussion came up at Notre Dame. I said, well, they got this, they got this, they got this. I said, you do know that their staff is over there saying, oh, my goodness, they got Carr, they got Stevens. I said, you know, other teams like do talk about us the same way. And he said, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like, okay. By the way, Dick Girardi update, got home this afternoon. There we Yay! go. Yay! <laughs> Unbelievable. What an odyssey. He was able to take the train from Milwaukee down to Chicago. Stayed overnight in Chicago, got an 8 a.m. flight to BWI, and then a two-hour train trip from Baltimore to Trenton so he could get his car. His car is in Trenton. Because he originally flew out of Newark, and he took the train from Trenton to Newark. <laughs> 
<laughs> the garden is going to be so much easier for me. <laughs> Just take the train to Penn Station, and guess what's above Penn Station? Hmm. Madison Square Garden. Bingo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What an odyssey. Let's talk about a trip. Ay, ay, ay. That is some deal getting back. Uh, let's see. Plenty to talk about today. Uh, I'll tell you, let me give you just a quick football practice observation. And that is this, and you know, and this would be an observation that hey, I have been there Monday I, with the with the rest of the media. You know, I'd be able to say the same thing because the media was out there as well. This team's lean. This team is really lean. I mean, this this is um, this is a team that's got muscle mass, but lean. I mean, I, I found that to be. Quite interesting in my observation. One of the first things I looked at, I said, "Dwight Gall says your team looks lean, man." Uh, and I mean, and I mean this—that—that's a compliment. In other words, they've got the the right. It seems like the right amount of mass. He told me, he says, "He said these guys worked so hard in the off season. He said it worked really hard." Frank Bodan, the York Daily Record, is going to join us in the final half hour today. And then Dave Ritchie, the Chief, will be on at 4.06. Is he going to bring any guests with him at 4.06? As far as I know, it's Chief Solo. Are we sure? I mean, the other guy can come on with him. This is true. I saw the, but I just saw the other guy leave the building about a half an hour ago. Oh, that's right. There's a 3.30 matinee. That's right. <laughs> that's not funny. We had to redo a sweet, stick, sweet 16 bracket, one of the two. Everybody does. Oh, Everybody I does. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Everybody has to redo it. It's just, it's, it is in shambles. Total shambles. So... Uh, but we'll have uh, Frank on today. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got approved for our credentials for the NIT. Wonderful. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Great. <laughs> With plenty of time gonna, to spare. No offense, I was going to walk in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mark... Who is the usher? Mark, who is the who is the I'm sorry. Mark, who is the security guy? The security usher that stands on the court during timeouts, stands in front of us. All right. Awesome dude. All right. His kids go to Penn State. Small world. Love it. Small world. And I'm gonna tell Mark that when they won on Tuesday night. Right, he's one of the first guys I thought of, and I looked. I looked over at Dick. I said, "We're going to see. Guess who?" He says, "Yeah, we're going to see Mark again. That's great." Right? He doesn't realize he made that kind of impression on us at the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, hey, look, there's so many people to make something run, happen, whatever. Right? How many times have I have I said? Uh, there's no such thing as that person is just. There's no such thing as that person is just, right? 
The guy's a hardworking guy who's, who's a great guy to be around. Boom, that's it. Guess what? You you qualified to uh, to have everybody uh, like you. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really matter. It, you know, dude works hard. He, I mean, he's paying out of state right to get his kids to go to school here. So, all right. And that will be, by the way, it's the late game on Tuesday. It's the 9 o'clock game. Or maybe 9.20. <laughs> we're going to be on for a while. In fact, we may put Mark on the pregame show. <laughs> hey, Mark. hey, Marco, why don't you come on over? We'll talk. Announced to, to him, his 15 minutes of fame will start ticking. <laughs> and believe me, we may need them all 15 minutes. <laughs> so it's <laughs> uh, because it, the first game's at 7, which is Utah and Western Carolina. But <laughs> you and I both know that these games are scheduled as two-hour windows. So to tell us that they, you know, you're going to be starting at 9 o'clock, no, uh, we're not. Uh, no. <laughs> we're not starting at nine, and there's twenty to twenty-five minutes between games anyway. I mean, it does. It, no, it does. No, you know darn well for for Dick and me, we don't care. That's right. You'll be on at nine because the game won't be starting at nine. <laughs> yeah, we'll be on. We'll we'll be a half hour into the pregame show at nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you don't care about the. You know, and what I'll probably do, in all honesty, I'll probably um, there's a press gathering Monday at noon. I'll probably get a couple of the players individually and use that as part of the pregame show because we know we have to go longer. Just to, you know, to live. And maybe get a Shep Garner, maybe get Tony Carr. You know, uh, maybe we can uh, get a sideline reporter. Let's go over to the suit in the sideline. Steve, I'm standing in Madison Square Garden. But we the got security guy won't let me over close to you. <laughs> At all. <laughs> he says, he, he, he held up my picture. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Excuse us. We have a guy. <laughs> hey, believe me. Our guy is the guy. <laughs> Just remember, our guy is the guy. <laughs> He's got control and power. But I need to talk to these two right over here. <laughs> Mark, remember what we talked about. <laughs> That's not funny. The code word is suit. <laughs> suit. <laughs> My God, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, can't wait. To, I mean, maybe he'll be back in time to do the segment. Let's wait and see. Or maybe he'll call in for the segment. Maybe. Now, is Dave calling in or is he live in the studio? He will be with us. He'll be in studio. Then maybe he'll call in. Possibility. Great, great to have the dynamic duo back together again. One more time. Can you promise that? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> all depends. It all depends on how the sales meeting went. So <laughs> it's a fluid situation. Uh, management wishes it was, it was a fluid situation. They 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 they, 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 they are, they've been hoping for some sort of liquidity. We'll come back with more tomorrow. A cash flow situation. <laughs> yes, we want it to flow. Yes, in our direction. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors. Hey, Alexa, where's the suit? (laughs) Did you just say something about a Star Wars movie? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'll have to go home and ask her that tonight, you know. I'll have to do that. (laughs) Just for a couple laughs. Just for fun. And for experimental purposes. (laughs) For experimental purposes. Yeah, yeah, great move. (laughs) <laughs> Great. I'd like to hear the answer. <laughs> and so would Roger. <laughs> okay. Great. Oh goodness! Well, we're having some fun today. The uh, Big East would like to see a two and none rule in college basketball. And their proposal is, and it's in conjunction, the Pac-12 came up with the same thing, that you should be allowed to go from high school to the NBA, if you so desire. But if you commit to playing at a university, you have to play at least two years. And they would also open the door on agents under the Big East proposal they they say similar to what baseball and hockey has. I mean, a lot of baseball players that sign, uh, they get drafted out of high school. Now, here in State College and in probably, I would say, the case in Williamsport as well, you usually see those players in their second year. They'll go down to Florida their first year and play when they're in high school. And now this is what they're proposing. Again, you can propose all the stuff that you want, but the NBA is the one in the end that has to say, okay, here's the rule. Now, in at the university, you can propose that the two and none, but in college, no. Uh, the NBA has to change the one-and-done rule. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. The Sunbury Motors Kia... Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. So the Phillies start, what, a week from Thursday, huh? Phillies Braves, one week from today. Jake Arietta was on the mound today. First time for the Phillies, gave up two earned runs in two innings. 
There you go. Well done. Guess he gave up a home run to Cabrera, right? That's you, right. Yes, you are correct. Miguel Cabrera. Well, that is not an exclusive club. <laughs> giving up a home run to Miguel, Miguel Cabrera, not exclusive. The Chief Dave Ritchie will be on at 406. We believe that with the proper enticement that his broadcast partner might also make an appearance. Have we had requests from the audience? Actually, when I mentioned he had to dart out uh, about an hour or so ago, maybe he had to grab some Swedish fish for the chief. That could be. No, okay. Well, Candy a choice. Give him a nice warm welcome when he gets back in the building. Absolutely. I think that that's that's exactly the way to go. Exactly the way to go. Uh, this... Uh, the, you get these proposals from the Pac-12, and the Big East, and of course they're talking about two and none and so forth. Now in baseball, if you commit to go to your university, uh, you have to commit for three years. Now we know in the in, in football. There's that three year window. You could be a true junior or a redshirt sophomore and be eligible to put your name in for the NFL draft. Now, to me, that makes complete sense. And the reason that makes complete sense is, let's be honest about it, who physically is ready to go to the NFL? I mean, really, who's ready? No, I mean, people aren't ready to go to the NFL. It's just not... You're a sophomore, it's just not realistic. I don't think. Three years? Now that's realistic. That extra year really helps. This league is big, powerful, and fast. It's a big, powerful, fast league. Now the NBA, yeah, you can get in there and you can be a a LeBron James, a Kevin Garnett, a Kobe Bryant. You can be players like that. But not all of them succeed. Not all of them succeed. And the difficult part is, is that, as you know, I am a proponent for if you're going to school and you put your name into the NBA or NFL draft before your eligibility is up and you're not drafted, you should be able to go back to school. I also feel that if you're drafted and you don't like where you got drafted, right, you, you should be able to have the option of going back to school with the team that drafted you keeping your draft rights for the next 364 days. Where then you'd enter your name into the next draft. So I think that is realistic. But what I don't think is realistic is if you're 18, you want to go from high school to the pros. I'm not so sure that if you don't like where you're drafted, you should then say, I'm going to go to college instead. I think that would be the next step. But I'm not comfortable with that step yet. Now, other sports don't have these issues. Hockey pretty much has it solved as to how they do things. Baseball has it solved. And I don't hear any complaints on the baseball side of it. Have you? I haven't heard anybody complain about the baseball side of it. 
where you got to go, you got to go three years, then you enter the draft, and so forth. I mean, I've, I've never heard a complaint on that. Now, these sports don't make the money that football and basketball do. That's why you're going to get the complaints about the typical, um, they are making, quote, all this money off your back. I rewatched the 30 for 30 last night on the Fab Five. At the first year they were out there, they were playing basketball, they're loving life, they think, <clears throat> they think this is great, it's awesome, incredible. And then they started realizing all the money was being made off of them, you know, T-shirts, jerseys, things like that, and they became bitter their second year. And that part bothered me, like, oh, and they're making all... Now, they, they did take it, obviously, to a different level because there has to be some level of balance between the ability to do that and not. And I'll give you an example. I mean, could anybody out there go to an authorized dealer in State College, Lions Pride, Penn State Bookstore, whatever, and buy an authentic number 26 jersey, a Nike number 26 jersey? Could anybody? No. Not allowed to. Not allowed to. Because now all they will sell you is one, the year, which would be 18. And then after that, I guess if there's a special team or somebody, I guess somebody told me 94 was being sold at one point to commemorate the Penn State team in 1994. Something like that. I, you know, no offense, I don't make a lot of journeys into said places. Not there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying because there isn't. But it's just something that doesn't happen for me. And that's the... Uh, I think at, at uh, Northwestern they can sell one and they can sell 51. Well, 51 was Pat Fitzgerald's number. It's retired. So that's why they can sell it. And that's uh, that's all they have. That's all they can do. Can't do anything else. Because, again, the reason this... And all this happened after the video game likeness part of it. And after, after the video game and the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit, that's when they pulled back all this stuff. In fact, you don't even see players on posters anymore. I mean, last year's poster for Penn State was a Penn State player, anonymous, wearing a helmet with 17 on it. So you don't even see players on posters anymore. Because after the O'Bannon suit. Now, the O'Bannon suit is interesting, and... He is he is out with a book, and Sean, I think you and I have talked about this. We need to try and get him on the show because I listened to an interview that he did, and he brought he brought up some fascinating stuff. I did not realize 
that the original EA Sports game had the names of the players on the back of the jerseys. And then he took that off. Which is which is interesting. And And he is not, my understanding is he has not taken any of the money from this. And from the, I guess he has not taken the money. But he wanted to make a point, so he made a point. And he did. He was the guy that was on the cover of one of these things. Everybody kept saying that. And this is that that was a question and I mean let's be honest about he, he's not the bad guy here. That was a case of, I mean I want to know I want to know from the NCAA where that money went. What did it go to to sell the rights for it? It was about a month, hey, that, month and a half ago he released a new book called Court Justice, the inside story of my battle. Yeah against the NCAA. I've heard him talk about it. It's fascinating to listen to. That's why I think I, that's why I really would like to see him come on the show. Yeah, we'll get back in touch with the publisher and keep working on it. Yeah, let, I mean, let's let's do that because I think the the public would learn a lot. This has nothing to do with universities. This has everything to do with the NCAA Now they do this, and they they tell the athlete, "Well, you know, you you can't have this. You know, this is you know we sold the rights to it. Uh, really? You did? I heard these days he's been selling cars. He has been, but you know, I mean, he could take the money for, if he wanted to." He could. And he hasn't. Um, you know, just I I give him credit for putting it out. How much it's going to benefit other people, I don't know. But it did draw a line in the sand that probably needed to be drawn. That, hey, wait a minute. You know, how far do you want to take this? Remember, I... Now, the suit and I were doing the show at the time. And this was when the abandoned suit was going on. And I had mentioned, and you guys know, I don't, me playing video games? No. I mean, it's, I think everyone knows that I don't play video games. Doesn't mean other people can't play video games. I just don't. And... It came up that, oh, I know, it was a TV commercial. So I'm watching the TV commercial at the time for EA Sports. And it was showing Ohio State in, the, in, their, in their commercial. And as I pointed out in the show, it did not take much of an imagination to say that's Braxton Miller, and it didn't take much of an imagination facially to say that's Carlos Hyde. I mean, they make these games as realistic as you can ask for. I mean, to their credit, they're very realistic when they do it. Now, do you play video games at all? Or 
Uh, it, it's funny you bring that up. We we had a little you know family dinner over the weekend, and I couldn't tell you the last time that we turned on the uh, Nintendo Wii. Yeah. And it was myself, my nephew, and one of the brothers-in-law. We were playing uh, golf on the Wii. But it was okay. a game. But it was a game from like <laughs> almost ten years old. It was anything, nothing new or cutting edge or nothing like that. Well, actually, okay, he is six years old, and Jack Goloshevsky, right? He is just a marvelous, marvelous kid. This is Gary and Amy's son, and they have Gary and Amy a beautiful family, and they had to get together over their house. Well, Jack was all excited I was going to be coming over because he wanted to play against me in Wii. Now, of course, I'd never operated the thing in my life, ever. So, needless to say, in several games over about a 20, 25-minute span, I got crushed. That's the only time I ever played it. But he actually had a character in the game that was me. Well, I can tell you, like, I stink. <laughs> so... So that I actually played once, but I did I did it for my for my little buddy Jack. So he uh, uh, he's he is just a tremendous kid from a great family. So but, yeah, but that so yes, I, I I have to take that back. I have played once, and to my credit, I am as awful as you would think I would be at it. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Chief, in the next half hour, and Frank Bodani, York Daily Record, final half hour, Dick Girardi tomorrow, along with my brother tomorrow. How quickly do you think in the show he asked about tickets? What do you think? That's true. The uh, topic has loves. been brought up uh, at various times about, uh, yes, the uh, that infamous uh, family outing to NYC. Well, he loves going there. Yeah. Uh, he does. He's always enjoyed going to the NIT. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't try to go to the Big Ten tournament. I was a little, little surprised by that, but it, it's also you know like he's he's got work. Yeah. Plus the one the one day the weather was really bad. I mean the, the weather was really bad one day in New York. The Friday that was lousy. I was expecting like the, seven I, I was expecting to hear from him yesterday if he had the old. Uh, 
you know, plow attached to that, uh, you know, flaming orange F-250 truck he's got. Yeah, he might. You know if they dodged one yesterday or not? I don't think so. I don't think they did. I know we didn't. We got six inches of snow here. Yeah. Um, yeah, we ended up with about four-ish uh, outside our studio, uh, Northumberland, about five. But other parts of Northumberland County, Elysburg, got about 10. Crazy wow. yesterday. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, I talked to the turned out I was leaving yesterday. They were coming around uh, with mail. Mail guy's a great guy. And he, he's down from the Huntington area. He said he had 10 inches of snow on the ground when he left for work. Wow. Hey, your broadcast partner, Roger Corey, he posted a picture of his back deck on Facebook. I think he had about 11. Yeah, south, it was worse. Interesting, in Belfont, Belfont, for example, Belfont, Penns Valley, Baldy Galeria, all at school yesterday. There didn't have any snow. That's 10 miles from here. They didn't have any snow. Lock Haven had none either. Yeah. Now, it's all melted at my house in the front. I'll be frank with you. I didn't shovel. I never did. Because I thought, hey, by tomorrow, I'll be melted. It, I, I just pulled in the driveway now. It's all melted. Perfect. A lazy man's way of getting out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Need this back in December. <laughs> yeah. It's just I've been, you know what? I, I kind of thought that would happen. I thought about taking the snowblower out. But I thought, yeah, I think it'll probably melt because of the, you know, how high the sun is now. It's the spring. I said, it might melt fast. You know, if it wasn't, I was going to take care of it tonight. Yeah, that was that was the plan. I thought, why? Well, I said, you need to sit down and start getting ready for games in New York. So <laughs> why don't you take care of that? So I actually did work. Um, and now tonight, the NCAA tournament continues. Texas A&M Michigan will be interesting for me because obviously I saw both those teams play at least twice this year. And uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup. The Michigan defense, which is so much better than it was last year, so much better than it's been in recent years, against a team of thoroughbred athletes. Texas A&M has thoroughbreds. Now, the big matchup of the night to me is going to be Xavier Simpson. Not a great offensive player, but Xavier Simpson is an outstanding defensive guard. They're going to put him on the freshman T.J. Starks. Stark started out the season when I saw him against Penn State and I saw him against Oklahoma State. Starks was playing off guard. And then midway through the season, through necessity, they moved into point guard. So he's going to have to handle the point, which, by the way, he's done a very good job with. But this is where Simpson comes into play tonight. And if you're wondering about the games, they're CBS-TBS games tonight. So it's CBS-TBS tonight. And uh, that's the one I'm looking forward to for that reason. Saw both the teams. See how it plays out. Really good defense against a team of thoroughbreds. You watch Robert Williams play 44. He'll disappear for periods of time. But then he will reappear with a thunderous dunk. He is, he can he and he runs the floor.
All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, Force Reading Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Humble's Wharf. Great high school basketball all-star action coming up. And the Chief, Dave Ritchie, joins us next half hour. Frank Bodani, York Daily Record, final half hour on News Radio 1070 WKOK. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. 